episode 12 of the All Things Sports Podcast. We are live tonight on this Friday evening. I'm here alongside Jack Ferrone and Matthew Slotnicki. The special guest we have on today is a childhood friend of ours, but he is killing it at JMU right now. His name is Jacob Steinberg. You here, brother? Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on. Um, I miss all you guys, so it's definitely great to catch up and, and be able to be on here with you guys, so I appreciate it. Miss you too, man, but you're doing big things. And without further ado, let's get right into it. How about you introduce yourself to everyone listening in today? Oh, uh, yeah. So my name is Jacob Steinberg, as you said. Um, I've grown up here in Maryland. Uh, like you said, we went to went to middle school together. So I've known you guys a long time. Um, I mean, I've been playing baseball pretty much my whole life. Uh, bounced around a few different schools. Uh, went to went to private high school for baseball and, and just been bouncing around and currently at JMU. So, yeah. So, bro. So I'm going to ask you the first question. Um, growing up, even as like a little kid, did you always want to play baseball? Um, I'd say when I was younger, I didn't really know. I always loved baseball, I think a little bit more than other sports, but growing up, I played a ton of different sports. I mean, I played soccer, basketball, football, like I played everything just because I love sports. And then as I got older and I realized you had to make more of a commitment to, I mean, to, in today's age, you really have to focus on like one sport, two sports. It's very rare. You see people playing multiple sports, like the older you get. So it's become more impressive when guys do that. So, I mean, I definitely didn't know that I was going to focus on baseball when I was younger, but I always loved it a little bit more. So when it came time to make a decision, it wasn't really a difficult one for me. I always loved baseball. All right, Jacob, um, obviously you've played a lot of high competitive baseball throughout your life, um, winning multiple championships at St. John's, high-level JUCO down in Florida, um, been at Ole Miss and JMU. What would you say was the biggest game you've played in or just the biggest stage? Um, the biggest stage was definitely this year with JMU. I mean, at Ole Miss my freshman year, I saw a lot of awesome games. I mean, I was redshirted there, so – I wasn't put in those situations, but I was able to see them and, and really see how guys uh, carried themselves and reacted in certain situations against the best and in front of a lot of really big crowds. So I think being there and being a part of that definitely gave me a lot of good experience. Um, so this year we opened up against Florida State, and that's like – I think it was like 7,000 fans. It was packed. They're going crazy. So I think opening weekend at Florida State, and then we also played against Tennessee this year at Tennessee for two games. and. They were the number one team in the country, the favorite going in to the uh, postseason to win the College World Series. So I think those two environments were were really cool to be a part of and definitely the most difficult as well. I'm going to hop into my question now, I guess. How are you doing, Jacob? How are we doing? Great, brother. So uh, my question is, I know every athlete, you know, at your level always deals with, like, challenges and, you know, different obstacles they face. So I guess my question is um, – what what's the biggest challenge you faced and uh, how'd you overcome them? Yeah. So, I mean, like I said before, I mean, I've, I've bounced around a little bit. I've been through a lot. So I think the biggest challenge for me was my junior year of high school. I, I tore my UCL and ended up needing surgery for it. So that put me out for, I mean, about seven, eight months for recovery. And at the time I was committed to, to the university of Miami and, it ended up falling through as a result of my injury and some other things. So I think going through that and 
having that fall through and losing my scholarship there is definitely really difficult. And then just learning to like, I guess, work hard and trust the process because I really, senior year of high school, I didn't know where I was going to college. I didn't commit to Ole Miss until late June after I graduated from high school. So I think that was probably the biggest challenge that I faced. And it gave me a lot of perspective for a lot of different things. Like just like who was like there for me really, like who were my real friends, who was there for me when I was at my lowest, how bad did I really want to play baseball? I mean, another thing like school, I got my grades up during that time because I realized like I might not always have baseball. So it just gave me a lot of perspective and allowed me to grow a lot on and off the field. That's dope. That's really dope. So I'm wondering what's maybe, you know, could have, it could have came from either your parents or coaches or whatever, but what's a piece of advice baseball related you receive that you'll never forget and something that you really, you know, took to your heart? Um, I mean, I like to keep things basic. So, I mean, when I was a kid, I mean, even still today, one big thing for me is just like controlling my emotions. Like I'm a really passionate, like player on the baseball field. Like I really like, like I give it my all. So when I get in situations where I get frustrated or whatever, I mean, just learning to, to harness that energy, like whatever it is, frustration, anger, even if it's happiness, like you really want to stay as steady as possible when you play baseball, because one, it's such a long season. And two, it's a game of failure. Like there's so many highs and so many lows. So learning to control your emotions, good or bad, and just be able to stay even killed as best as possible with being able to celebrate the good moments, obviously, but being able to stay level and, and control myself is a big thing that I've been told pretty much my whole life by my parents, coaches, a lot of people. So. All right, Jacob, this is kind of a two part question. Um, so first of all, obviously you originally committed to college to be a pitcher and you ended up switching back to hitting. Mm -hmm. Were you always, um, were you taking BP and working on your hitting, um, during that time where you were, when you were a pitcher? And also the second part of the question is now that you are a hitter, I know you're a big golfer and you golf a lot. Does the golf swing affect your baseball swing because the different mechanics or is that something you kind of wait till after the season to do? Yeah. So that's, that's a good question. Um, so, I mean, I always hit through high school and then my freshman year, obviously I was just a pitcher and it was definitely a big adjustment for me. Um, I mean, I really focused on pitching and I honestly think just pitching almost hurt my pitching a little bit just because I wasn't doing those athletic things that like hitting and, and fielding that kind of took away from that. So, I mean, I hit a little bit my freshman year, but it was more like messing around with some of my friends on the team. And as that progressed and the year went on and I was just pitching, I realized how badly I wanted to hit again, just because obviously as a hitter, you play every day. So, I mean, I love playing baseball. So that's why that's one of the reasons I wanted to go to junior college or transfer out my freshman year, just to get to hit, to get, hit again and get an opportunity to do, to both pitch and hit again. So I didn't really hit All right, Yeah. I didn't really hit my freshman year, but I was able to pick it back up at junior college, my sophomore year. Um, and the second part of that question about golf, um, I definitely have played a lot more golf over the past few years as I've gone through college and I've, I used to think that it affected my baseball swing. So I really stayed away from it. But as I've learned more about like swing mechanics and different body movements in baseball and even other sports, I think, honestly, the golf swing either doesn't affect or almost helps me just because of different positions you're trying to feel and get in in a baseball swing and even throwing. So I, I really don't think it bothers me. And 
I mean, I don't play a ton of golf during the season, but when I get off days and, and we get some time off, I definitely like to get out there when I can. All right. So uh, my question is, who do you uh, like to model your game after? Like an MLB, who's like your favorite player like to model your, your game after? Yeah, I mean, so I've, I've got a lot of different players that I've liked over the years. When I was younger, I was a huge Phillies fan. So I loved Chase Lee and Ryan Howard, just those guys that were like stars at the time. Um, but I'd say now for pitchers, I've always loved Justin Verlander and I love Max Scherzer, just the way oh, they go about their business, like they're power guys. They just come at people. They're huge competitors. And like I said earlier, like I'm a pretty like passionate player. Like I'm, I'm a fiery guy when I play. So when I'm pitching, I definitely like to model my game off those guys, Scherzer, Verlander, those type of guys who are just super competitors. And then I'd say position players, just, it's going to sound cliche, but like Mike Trout, just the way he, just, he acts like he's been there before he plays hard and he just does everything the right way on and off the field. He's a great role model for everybody. Yeah, Justin Verlander is playing insane right now. He's playing like off that injury. Yeah, he's going nuts. Yeah, at that age too, it's super impressive. Like crazy. His, his work ethic is is crazy for being at that age and still being that successful. Um, and I'm gonna follow up one more thing for you here. Um, what are your what do you think your goals are and like for your uh, future, like coming out for baby? What do you what do you like? What are your aspirations for your goals and stuff? Yeah, so I mean, the big thing for me is like I love playing baseball, and I'm thankful that I have people around me that that support me and are going to allow me to chase that dream. So I'm just going to play baseball as long as I possibly can. Anytime, like as long as somebody gives me a jersey and gives me a spot, I'm going to play. Whether that be, I mean, if that's through college in two years, that's then it's that. But if whether it's independent ball or professional baseball, I'm going to play as long as I can. Hopefully. Hopefully it's when I'm in my late 30s, 40 years old. That'd be a dream come true. But, yeah, I'm just going to play as long as I possibly can. I'm going to play with you in the show, in the MLB show. You're going to be in there. There go. That's the goal, yeah. Um, I'm going to ask you one more question. So, obviously, you've played baseball at every level besides the MLB, really. Um, what was the transition like from high school to college um, or just – any transition in general that stuck out to you? What was it like? Um, a big thing for me for the transition was number one, just like how hard those guys work. Like you think like there's people that work hard in high school, don't get me wrong, but the work ethic it takes to compete at like the highest level, just off the field, like in the weight room conditioning, like those guys are just a different breed. Like they work so hard they're in really good shape, better than you could ever imagine. And then another thing on the field is just the speed of the game. Guys are just bigger, faster, stronger. Like you go from playing with like kids, basically like 14 to 18 years old in high school to now you're playing with some guys that are fifth years. And even now you get guys that are six years and you got 18 year olds playing against 24 year olds now. So it's like you go from playing a kid's game to a men's game very quickly. So it's just the speed of the game. And one big thing for me as well was guys that can just flip the switch. Like no matter what they're doing off the field or before the game, no matter what's going on in their lives, good or bad, like when they're on the field, they're just so focused on, on what they're doing there. You would never know good or bad what's going on outside of their lives. They're just so focused on doing, doing their role to the best of their ability on the baseball field and, and trying to win baseball games. Jacob, um, obviously playing at all these high levels, you've played with a lot of very, very skilled teammates. I'm sure some very notable ones. But if you can look at the screen here, I don't know how you uh, flip your camera here. Oh, here. 
Would you say any were as notable <laughs> as uh, number 10 from your Germantown Hawks team? There's I the mean, duo right there. I mean, yeah, it's, it's very hard to compare. Um, I mean, obviously a player like yourself at that age, just a dynamic player can, can do it all really a game changing type of player. I mean, having that duo with me and you, was, I mean, that was a blast. Those are, those are super fun times. So, I mean, it's funny you bring that up. Like, I mean, I'm sure you think back to how fun those days were. I mean, but even going through college now, like those travel baseball days, like 10, 11, 12, like were some of the most fun baseball days of my life. And a lot of my teammates think that too. Like I have teammates, we talk about the old tournaments playing against each other when we were younger and it was super fun. So I'm glad we uh, got a chance to play together back then. 100%. Okay, we're going to switch it up. We're going to add some stuff in. We're going to do a trivia segment right now. We're going to yes. ask Jacob. Wait, wait, is this the first ATS trivia? First ever. Oh my God, Jacob, you're a fucking honor right now, my man. I'm honored. I'm honored. Jacob, your ego must be through the roof right Holy now. Holy shit. I mean, it, is, it is. I'm, I'm honored. To be, I'm going to ask. Be the first is, is awesome. Fans watching at home, you are welcome. This is history right here. History. Like, <laughs> I, have, I have goosebumps dripping down my body. Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Right, so I'm going to ask Jacob four questions. They're relatively easy. Uh, even I know them. So. Oof. Um, <laughs> we'll see how he does. I get them right. All right, so let's do this. First question. Against what opposing team did Babe Ruth hit his first career home run? What the fuck are you asking this one for? I like a better one than that. <laughs> I hope I get this right. I mean, he used to play – he was on the Red Sox. So I'm going to say – I'm going to say the Yankees. Yeah, it's the Yankees. Here we go. Correct. One from one. Let's go. Right. The next one's really easy, but I had to throw it in there to make sure you would get a question right. What player is nicknamed, was nicknamed Mr. November? Derek Jeter. Yep. Two for two. Jesus. Two for two. He's on fire. All right. This one might be a little hard. Who was the first major league player to have his number retired? Oh, man. The first major league player. I really, I mean. Do you want me to give you options? Yeah, let's get some options rolling here. Okay. Um, Babe Ruth, uh, George Kelly, Lou Gehrig, and Dustin Pedroia. <laughs> That's not right. I'm going to guess it's not I'm gonna, Dustin Pedroia. I'm going to cross off Dustin Pedroia. Um. <laughs> I was thinking Babe Ruth earlier, but now that you threw Lou Gehrig in there, I'm going to go with Lou Gehrig. You're correct. Lou Gehrig. Let's go. Uh, give this kid a hard question. This is – it can't be – it can't be on style. Right? I, I, what I, number I, am I thinking of? I didn't want to make them too hard. I, we got to go perfect. We got to go perfect. What number perfect. is Justin Verlander? 35. <laughs> okay. Um, last question. Let's not – Let's not give him too many questions. Last question. Who was the first major league player to pitch a ball over 100 miles per hour? I mean, it said, like, very early on that Satchel Page threw very hard. But I'm going to go with Nolan Ryan. Wow. You got it right. All questions answered correctly. Mr. No Sanford. one's going to believe that this is true. Everybody's going to think this is some sort of pre-pan. I, I did not tell him a single answer. This is not scripted by any means i was very nervous for i think three of those i was 
kind of panicking, but there we go. Well, you got them all hey, right. Yeah, so, APS fans. He's not only a great baseball player, but he's also a very smart uh throw him on Jeopardy for fuck's sake. Yeah. Jesus. You gotta you uh, gotta know the game. You gotta know the game, you know. Well, he knows the game. So let's go to start bench cuts or second segment. Here we uh, go. I have three scenarios slash whatever you want to call it for the MLB. And then I came up with some for that. Do you follow football? The NFL? Um, yeah, I, I do a good bit. I like okay, so I did I did some for the NFL also. Okay. It's okay if you don't have it, but all right. I did it based on how they're playing right now. So the first one is Aaron Judge, Shohei Otani, and Mike Trout. Start bench call. Oh man, that's so tough. I mean, any scenario you give me, I'm starting Shohei Otani just because he can he's in one of the best hitters in the league and he's one of the best pitchers in the league. So you get two for one. There's no way I would choose anybody over Shohei Otani for start. Like, mm-hmm. there's no player I would take over him in any scenario. Um, I know Trout. Trout's been struggling a little bit. I love Mike Trout, but I'm gonna have to go bench Aaron Judge and start or cut Mike Trout, which is insane to say. But Aaron Judge yeah. is on fire right now on pace to have one of the best home run seasons on record. So. Got to go with Aaron Judge. Mike Trout's struggling a little bit. I mean, obviously, he'll be in the MVP race by the end of the year. He already is. So, But right now, that's definitely what I'd go with. Cool. Um, the next one is Jordan Alvarez, Rafael Devers, and Jose Ramirez. Devers is raking right now. I know he had yeah. two homers off Garrett Cole yesterday. But Jose Ramirez is such a steady player. I'm going to go – Start Jose Ramirez just because he rakes no matter what. Ben Trafield Devers, and was it Jordan Alvarez? Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna go bench Jordan Alvarez. I mean, they're all studs. This is such a such a tough decision. The only one that's super clear to me is Shohei Otani every time. Yeah. All right. So last one: John Carlos Stanton, Byron Buxton, and Vlad Jr. Ooh, I'm gonna go start Byron Buxton. Um, what were the for the what was the first one again? Uh, John Carlson. Okay, I'm gonna go start Buxton. He is a stud. He is such an incredible athlete. I saw him play at Camden Yards earlier this year, and he, I don't, I don't know if he had two home runs, but he had one home run that was just destroyed. He's a super impressive player to watch. Um, I'm gonna go bench Vlad Jr. and um, I'm blanking on the first one again. Uh, Giancarlo, Stanton. I'm going to go bench Giancarlo. He's just – he always battles injuries. Another stud, but those are two guys that are going to be more consistent. So, I'm going to go with that. Gotcha. All right. So, to close this out, we're going to switch course to the NFL. I think Matt and Jack both want to get involved in this. I, I, I definitely do. So, the first one, I have Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and Lamar Jackson. Jacob, who do you what do you think for that? Start bench cut. Start bench cut. This is like current as well. Current today. Like this like this season. I mean, it's tough if you go. I feel like baseball is such. It's also such an individual sport. So when you're going start bench cut to the NFL, you also have to think about what they're surrounded by. So I'm gonna probably say start Tom Brady just because he has so many weapons around him. They keep adding, and I I mean he's the greatest quarterback of all time. So I assume he's gonna have another great year. I'm going to go bench Aaron Rodgers because Packers are Packers are going well. They get some more weapons, and I feel like Aaron Rodgers is just hungry. And then I'm going to have to cut Lamar, which is a very hard thing to do. But 
he didn't have his great year last year. So we'll see if he bounces back. Interesting. Matt, what do you think about this? I'm sorry, you cut out when you said his his who's his who's his cut? He started that. Brady, benched Rogers, and cut Lamar. I mean, you know what I'm gonna say? Like, I don't think my explanation. Let's hear it. It's not I mean, I'm nothing much to say. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is the guy I'd start any day of the week. Um, who is it? Bench? I bench, would bench Lamar because I just hate Tom Brady with all my heart. So I just cut Tom Brady. <laughs> I you gotta respect him, though. You got to respect him. No, I respect him. He's <laughs> he's a nice family. He's a pretty good looking wife. But uh, as far as his football goes, I mean, Ginger, Ginger, you know this. Like, as far as yeah, yeah. the guy's like, he's wobbling on his fucking. I don't even know. I, we I, don't have to. We don't have to get it. Do I, don't, I don't get into this. It's about, this. This podcast is about Jacob only right now. I don't want to get into it. Yeah, him. I shouldn't have even involved now with him. I don't know if you want him into this. I'm focusing on Jacob, but Aaron Rodgers, till I die. Yeah. I didn't know you're such a big Aaron Rodgers fan. Oh my god! <laughs> Love oh him, my man. god! Good to know. All right. So the next one is Patty Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Justin Herbert. Patty Mahomes, Justin, okay. Josh Allen, Justin Herbert. Um, Josh Allen was incredible last year, but I'm still gonna have to go start Patrick Mahomes. Um, bench Josh Allen and cut Herbert. I agree with you. I watched Herbert a lot last year. You didn't put Burrow in there, Ginge. He's in the next one. Okay. I was like, Herbert Herbert is going to be legit if he can get some guys around him. I watched him a lot. I had him as quarterback on my fantasy team, so I watched him a lot. Yeah, he's going to be fantastic. He has good around him right now. He has a good core around him right now, I think. Yeah, but, I mean, mean, they did make a run. I mean, those are three big-time, like, just super clutch quarterbacks that are – Gonna be awesome for a long time. So that's yeah, a we're time. in good hands for the quarterback. For for absolutely for sure. AFC at least is in good hands. So that leaves the last one to be Russ Wilson, Joe Burrow, and Dak Prescott. I'm gonna go start Joe Burrow just because like he's that dude. Like everyone seems to love playing for him. He's got that presence, that swagger about him. So I'm gonna go start Burrow, um, bench Prescott and cut Russell Wilson just because he's kind of been off the scene and who knows how he's going to do with Denver this year. But yeah, that's what I'd go with. Good point, bro. Well, it was a time, my brother. Thank you for hopping on. We appreciate you. you. We're rooting for you. Of course, man. We're always going to be here for you. And best of luck with your rest of your career and everything. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you for having me on and, I can't wait to see the podcast blow up.